I believe that before the night is over, somebody is leaving here with a breakthrough. Somebody's going to leave you with a breakthrough in your heart, a breakthrough in your mind, a breakthrough in your finances, a breakthrough in your family. I need about 50 people to shout breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough, breakthrough. Come on, somebody shout breakthrough. Come on, clap your hands up high, everybody. Come on. Struggle, you are the God. 
worship, break through in my praise, break through when I live and glorify your name, break through when I dance, break through when I shout, you are the God, you are the God of the break through in my heart, break through in my mind, break through in my spirit, break through in my soul, break through in my weakness, break through in my you are the God, you are the God of the break through in my world, break through in my world, break through in my world. I work. 
podcast 245 entitled How You Break a Soul Tie. I've had tons of response to the previous cast about the soul tie and the way that, as someone said, um, um, you park yourself at some event or some connection or some relationship in the past and you can't get beyond it. It seems like it's it's uh, always there uh, despite all your best intentions and uh, it can be um, uh, five years ago and it can be a hundred and five years ago and it can be 10,500 years ago to quote uh, the Four Tops and Jimmy Webb who's sort of the high priest of, uh, of soul ties and, uh, and the um, uh, power of a, um, a lost connection that uh, at a certain point in time seemed to uh, lure your soul, as I said, your soul, your true self is a kind of the inner soul, the being of you that is traveling through these uh, four score and ten years we have in our body and uh, occasionally or once or twice it it is attracted to something that's going on in your life that uh, resonates with its need to be reconnected with God, with eternity, as it was before birth and as it will be after death. And it sort of stops right there and stays there. And you have people who are looking back in the past for particular connections and particular memories and particular relationships that are consuming. And as the wonderful early 70s group um, called Ma- uh, Blue Magic says in their song Sideshow, here's a man, he's been crying for 10 million years. Uh, this is what Eastern religion was getting at when they talked about a kind of a, 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 a forever life uh, caught in the birth process, the narrative of human life and the soul of the ultimate identity of the person was always being caught in a lifetime and it couldn't shake it and move on and that's why it had to be reborn. These are all metaphors and narratives but they reflect a very deep uh, uh, reality for millions and millions of people. I was sitting next to uh, Terry Seville Foy who's a, a quite well known in kind of Pentecostal um, and some evangelical circles a speaker from Texas and she um, has a lot to say about um, planning and boundaries and uh, Christian women and makeup and things that are of great interest and a lot of uh, she's humorous and delightful and funny and biblical but not exactly my speed you might say culturally but I just it's just a new world but she um, she then got up and she says but of all the things I've ever spoken about the one that has by far the largest, uh, what is in German called her, the largest reception, the most people have listened, the most repeated, the most, the most interest has been in the podcast I did on the soul tie. These are these past relationships that seem to be with you for 20 years and they're as present or 80 years with you now as they were then and you can't understand it. All you know is that you're kind of stuck, stuck in the middle with you. Wasn't that song called By Steeler's Wheel? And um, this is uh, what this brief podcast is about. And je répète la question How you break a soul tie. Now um, the short answer to that question is you can't. If you go on the internet or you look on books, many popular books, especially in religious circles, have been written about this. And uh, they mostly give you some prayers to say. They sort of scope it out and they, ex- they show empathy and understanding of it. And they ex- give examples of many men, women and men who are caught in a soul tie. Uh, something is t- tied, tethered in the negative sense, their soul, your soul to a person or an event or a memory or a, a period of time in your past. And you, the soul, you can't 
move on. And in practice, that means it's hard to have another relationship or it's hard not to get um, focused and, and constantly reminisce. And this is what, why people like Oli's. I was walking with a man the other day, much older than I, and he said, Paul, I'm, uh, my musical taste is stuck in the 70s. I'm totally in the 70s. And I said, well, so-and-so, that, it, does it have anything to do with the fact that in the 70s that was your great time? I mean, that was your, that was your when, when life came alive, when you really were living? And I just asked the question. He said, how did you know? He said, it has nothing to do with the actual music. It's the fact that that music was me when I was at a time of tremendous uh, animation and energy and also tragic loss, tragic loss, as he explained. So that's what we're talking about. How do you uh, break a soul tie? Uh, You can't. It's impossible. You have to, here you you have to, the short answer of how you break a soul tie is you can't do it. Um, uh, the uh, and and you have to realize that in what is often called in the circles I now hear quite a bit from the Pentecostal and African American Pentecostal world, um, the natural. Uh, if you try to break a soul tie by means of a million years of therapy and all sorts of tricks and all sorts of mental mind games and diversions and displacements and advice and um, you know today is the first day of the rest of your life and all that, you can, it won't do it. I mean, it'll do it for five minutes, or it may do it for a year, or maybe 20 years, but ultimately the soul tie is uh, unbreakable. It's a chain that is made of the of, of, of the, the, the keenest uh, metal that will never break. A thermonuclear explosion won't get it uh, done. It's like the uh, alien, uh, what, the Martian tripods in the War of the Worlds. They throw everything they have, whether it's the modern Spielberg version or the older George Powell version or George Wells's version. The military throws everything they have at the Martian tripods and that they are in absolutely protected by a layer. They are impregnable and impenetrable, and uh, you cannot defeat them. Uh, Insuperable. And uh, so you have to realize that in what is called the natural, in this world, in in the context of the law, it's another way of putting it, in the context in which we live our daily lives, no amount of tweaking advice or counsel will ever get it done. However, However, there is the powerful fact that God and God alone can break the soul tie. Um, That's why I invited you to hear Eddie James at the beginning singing that long but deeply affecting and moving song breakthrough. Listen to it again. It builds so there's, and it's actually, it's not just sort of, uh, 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 uh. there's more to it than that. There's a harmonic progression in the middle towards the end that is memorable and easy, singable. And I, I run and I jog or I walk and I listen to that and I'm deeply uplifted because I was there actually when he sang it. I, I, I was present when he sang it twice, once uh, last week somewhere and the following Sunday at the same place with his, uh, his teens. And uh, it was uh, so full of conviction for me because I've had a breakthrough. I've had that breakthrough and I have had assault. I've broken. I feel, um, I feel that, you know, uh, people say, well, gosh, you know, what, what are you doing uh, listening to Paula White, for heaven's sake, what are you, what's, go, what's going on with you that you would, you know, people go on the internet or they bring something they've read somewhere or something they've heard and, and uh, they'll say, how can you listen? And I say, well, I, you know, I feel like the, the um, blind man in John's gospel, you know, whether he's this or whether he's that, whether my parents say this about me or that about me, whether he's the friend of sinners or the friend of uh, tax collectors or, or he has a demon, uh, whatever you say about him, whether he is not a child of Abraham or is a child of Abraham, one thing I know, 
Once I was blind and now I see. And I can say that to you, my dear reader. I, Paul, can say that once I was blind, now I see. So, to bring this to a conclusion, because I want to play another song for you at the end, because, you know, these podcasts are driven by the music. I wouldn't be doing this podcast if it weren't for Eddie James. I mean, of course, I love to find some insight in my own suffering and my own pain and to tell you about it in a way that might possibly help you to have a breakthrough. But uh, I really decided to do the podcast, and partly I do it for Mockingbird, because I so believe in Mockingbird. But um, Eddie James got me to do the podcast. I was so touched. Now, um, the short answer to how you break a break break a soul, how, how you break a soul tie, is come here, Paula White. Come to Apopka. I try to get all my friends to come who live near here, and they won't come because they go on the internet or they read something and they have an implacable prejudice, or they uh, it's just not their world, or they it just they can't imagine doing it. Here they talk about diversity and they talk about racial reconciliation, and here's a church where it's happening. I mean, right in front of you, it's 85 percent African American and people of color, and the white people who come are mostly very deeply troubled individuals from all walks and possible walks of life. And, and so you hear you have what the world is telling you to have, and yet no one wants to know except those who whose need overcomes their prejudice. But um, if I say to you, you know, I don't know why she has this effect. I can't speak for her education or her background, or there are certain things she says that I don't like either, and there are certain elements in it that I find I wish were not present at all. But one thing I know. Once I was blind, now I see. I've talked to a million people over the years, a million people about, usually in a disguised form, about things that I've been wrestling with and burdens that I bring to the equation, baggage that I bring of great longstanding. And only one person has ever spoken to, well, two, Frank Lake. Frank Lake, I didn't give him quite enough time, but Frank Lake spoke uh, to the body-mind connection. And Paula White. And I gave her more time. <laughs> I was I needed more time. And I, God gave me the gift of losing my impatience and letting me really hear what she has to say. So if I told you that no matter what the package is, this woman is uh, has a direct connection to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Like one of the there's a box there's a there's a thing called uh, there's a is it called the guests? I always forget. There's an Outer Limits episode from the early '60s, and there's an alien trapped in a box who has unbelievable power over people. Unbelievable power. And whether the the alien looks gross and the box is sort of hidden and no one can quite get it, but they can't stay away because the box has something that is desperately needed by all people of all kinds and ages and demographies. Well, um, if I were to tell you that I don't know this or that, but one thing I know, uh, once I was blind, now I see. And the short answer to the question is, come here, Paula White. Don't just listen to her. Certainly don't read about her. That this is the oracle of, uh, this is the the person in whom the Spirit of God dwells, uh, that's worth coming to hear. And if you want a breakthrough, all I know is that it was in connection with her that I got it, and I did get it, and it's lasted. And so I now conclude with a song um, by the group Tavares from 1974, 75 maybe. Um, it Only Takes a Minute Girl. And what the song is saying is that you can try to change things in your life by going to unemployment interviews and falling flat in your back and hoping this and hoping that, but it only takes a minute, girl, to fall in love, i.e., the really important thing, getting the connection right, getting the connection changed, getting the, getting the, the soul tie both established, because it only took a minute, and ended so you can live a life now. It only takes a minute. All the rest is just uh, living in the natural, and you and I want to live in the supernatural. Thank you very much.
Fuck.